What is up, everyone? It is Wednesday night, so another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. I hope everyone's having a good Monday, Tuesday, and hopefully everyone's enjoying their Wednesday, recovering from that tough loss to the New York Jets on Sunday. As obviously, the Jets defeated the Buffalo Bills 20-17. to Make sure you guys check us out on social media, wherever you find us, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We are creating a new YouTube um, built in Buffalo has a new YouTube. So if you guys want to check that out, make sure you do. Um, everything will eventually transition from the current YouTube you're on right now to the new YouTube. So shout out to Dave, shout out to everyone at built in Buffalo for creating that. And we're going to keep growing that. Um, and everything will transition to the new YouTube tonight. It is just me doing the show. No guest. Um, I know you guys are used to me having a guest my first full time doing it by myself. So I appreciate everyone in the comment section. Obviously we're going to be talking about the Josh Allen Injury news, I think that is going to have, obviously, a factor on Sunday. So we're going to break that down, talk about the rest of the injury report, get to some of the game against the Jets, what went wrong, what the Bills need to fix, some crucial matchups against the Vikings, and then we're going to give you our game predictions for Sunday against the Vikings. Hopefully everyone tunes in for the rest of the hour. If you guys want to follow us, builtinbuffalonews.com for daily articles. Make sure you guys do that. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, DBSE Peter on Twitter, it's usually up here, but with the solo layout, you cannot see it. No worries at all. Like I said, the comment section is open, so you guys make sure you guys check that out as always. And, you know, let's have a fun time before we get started. Shout out to our sponsor for the best pizza in Buffalo. It's got to be Picasso's. Every night is pizza night, so shout out Picasso's. Our awesome sponsor, you guys, as you can see right there, presented by Picasso's. Let's go, Peter. What's up, Dave? Dave, founder of Built in Buffalo. So shout out to Dave for giving us the platform. He'll be on in a couple weeks, uh, in two weeks, actually. So shout out to Dave. You guys don't want to miss that episode. Cosmic Jerry was here at 1.28 p.m. dropping a comment on YouTube. Shout out to Cosmic Jerry for coming on when the show was scheduled at 128 and dropping a comment. So hopefully you're tuning in, man. You you were you were early to the, you were early to the thing. I saw one person was waiting at one o'clock, and it might have been you. So shout out to you, man. You being early, guys. Let's let's get the likes up, get the comments up. Let's, let's uh, appreciate everyone on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. But we're gonna get into the news of the day. And I, like I said, guys, the comment section is open. So feel free to drop your comments, drop your knowledge. Helps me go on with the show. Helps also helps you get your thoughts in as well. Josh Allen injury news. So, guys, we know on Sunday Josh Allen suffered that elbow injury towards the end of the game, one of the last handful of games after the before the Bills were defeated. He did end up throwing like a 60, 65, 70-yard bomb uh, to Gabe Davis, which should have been caught by Gabe Davis, and that resulted in this elbow injury. So you wake up Monday morning, you hear the speculation. There's people coming out, and these are people that are not – I, I would say not fully – in in source with the bills are not credential media guys. They're guys that do good jobs and no, no, I'm not pointing one person out and I'm not taking a shot at anyone, but there was rumors. There was rumors. He needed Tommy John. 
he was out for the season. This was a season end injury. And when I think if you were an in touch Bills fan, and I thought this right away, if Josh Allen had a serious injury, if he was seriously injured, if this was a torn something in his torn UCL, something in his elbow where he was out eight to ten weeks out for the rest of the year, Josh Allen's season was done, you wouldn't know Monday. If you look back to every single major injury that comes out in the NFL, you find out the day after the game. You know right away if that guy tore his ACL or if he tore his MCL or popped his Achilles or did something with his shoulder or his elbow. You know right away. You know right away. We didn't know with Josh Allen. It didn't come out Monday. It started speculating. Rappaport, Schefter, uh, Garofolo, everybody in was coming out with different theories. The people were looking at betting lines. Were they changing? Were they moving? Then come Tuesday, it's more of same, but it's a little more information. People think he can play through it. He can he can battle through it. it this could be maybe a week, two, week, two week, two weeks to three weeks. He could be out, something like that. Then it comes out today. Sean McDermott has his presser, and if you thought that Sean McDermott was going to give you every single detail of that medical report, you're kidding yourself. Sean McDermott, we all know what most coaches do. They're not going to just give you out everything. He came out that he's day to day, and most people think that he can play through this. He's going to have to play through this pain. This is a day-to-day. A day-to-day is a massive win for the Bills community, in my opinion. A week-to-week is what we're dealing with Gregory Rousseau, which means Gregory Rousseau is not playing Sunday. He didn't practice today. Gregory Rousseau is not playing Sunday. He's not on the IR, which is a good thing. That means it's not four weeks, which means it might be two to three weeks for Gregory Rousseau. And we'll get into some of the other injuries from the Bills today as we look through the injury report uh, throughout the show. But if you were... If you were not excited about the day-to-day, and look, I get it. Should we be excited about Josh Allen being injured? No. Why would we be excited if Josh Allen's injured? Um, We shouldn't be. We should be annoyed. We should be worried because, obviously, Josh Allen's what makes this Bills uh, what makes the Bills tick. If, for example, this is what the Bills are going to go as far as Josh Allen. And that's with every quarterback. You think the Chiefs are winning a Super Bowl with their backup you think the Chargers have a chance without Justin Herbert? You think the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts with the Eagles, Tom Brady with the Buccaneers, any of these elite teams don't have a chance without their quarterback. So it's everyone's in the same boat here in essence. Um, but if you were if you were not excited, I'm going to put it in quotes because excited is a tough word when, you, when you're dealing with an injury to your quarterback. But if you weren't a little more um amped up that it was day-to-day and that Josh Allen obviously didn't practice today but has a chance to play Sunday and I honestly think Josh Allen might play Sunday I I think if the Bills want to be really safe and cautious which I can totally see them doing you take him out you don't play him Sunday and then you have a tough matchup with Case Keenum going up against Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings a red hot Minnesota Vikings team that's won Handful in a row, seven and one on the season. Bills are six and two, and a chance to kind of lose some ground in the division. They already did against the Jets over on Sunday. Obviously, the Bills sit at six and two. Um, everyone else at least has three losses in the division, but the Bills lost to the Jets was not what you want. But I think this is something, and people are saying Josh Allen has said to teammates that he's going to play. I think Josh Allen plays this Sunday. I really think he plays through it. If the Bills are going to go safe, he's not playing Sunday, and he'll play um, the following Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. But if Josh Allen is limited or does not participate, that does not mean he's not playing quarterbacks. You have to put in a different scale of when you're evaluating them with their injury report, in my opinion. There has to be something where um, you have to kind of evaluate them in a different sense. Because this is not a wide receiver. This is not a running back. This is not a guy that needs the reps. Josh Allen, if he's not practicing all week, doesn't mean he's not playing. It doesn't mean it looks great. But the Bills might hold him out be like, you know, he knows offense. He doesn't need reps. We know what we're doing here. 
he'll play. But I think if you can get him limited by Thursday, even if he's limited tomorrow, he's playing. If he's limited Friday, I think he's playing. I honestly think Josh Allen's playing. And then the plan in place is Case Keenum. Case Keenum obviously took first team reps with Josh Allen being injured today with a DNP for Josh Allen. Um, I would expect, I think the Bills offense can do some things with Case Keenum. They have the weapons, they have the talent, they have the coaching to do it. Can they beat the Vikings? Sure. They're at home. Are they, should, would they probably, probably not um, with Case Keenum, but do the Bills think there's a bigger plan here with Josh Allen? We can beat anybody essentially. Um, and yeah, so I think the Josh Allen injury is something we're going to have to um, kind of monitor. Um, Josh is coming in. How can I let Josh borrow my elbow? I think Josh is hurt elbow Josh, and Josh is part of uh, the Bill's Chat podcast, which is turning into this Friday night, 9 p.m., Built in Buffalo live show. We're doing two live shows on Friday. We get to sit down at 7, and then Josh and Luca going at 9 o'clock. Um, yeah, I think... Will I give Josh Allen my elbow? Yeah, sure. I think Josh Allen's injured. My my fully healthy elbow, right elbow. I don't want to go left. My fully healthy right elbow is better, is worse than Josh Allen's mangled, injured elbow. So I don't think my elbow will um, really help him in in essence. There, um, Dave Myers is coming in. Smash that like. Let's go, guys. Smash that like. Let's keep going. Comments appreciate. Drop your comments like he says. Chris is agreeing with me. Josh will be playing. I honestly think he plays through this. Um, do the Bills want to go cautious and sit him for a game? A hundred percent, they might do that, and I don't think that's a crazy idea. But the biggest thing I take away from today is that it's not a long-term injury. There's a chance he plays Sunday, and he has a chance, and most likely he'll play next Sunday. This is a day-to-day injury, and the Bills are going to be okay. Well, do we have all the things to worry about? Yeah, we just lost to the Jets, twenty to seventeen, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But the biggest thing is Josh Allen because this thing goes as far as Josh Allen. Josh Allen out for the year. Who gives a damn about the Jets? The season's over. That like, I think Case Keenum can win you, can get us to 10 wins potentially, but he's a stopgap. That's a backup star. Backups don't win Super Bowls outside of Nick Foles with that magical run. But throughout a season, no, that's just not how um that's just not how that works. Um Chris is coming in. He's not going to practice all week. He will definitely play in Dings. Has this game circled? He wants to drop 40. Yeah, look. This is, I wouldn't say, a, this is somewhat of a revenge game for, yeah, Diggs. Obviously, he was a Minnesota Viking before he became a Buffalo Bill. Um, but I don't think that would be the reason Josh Allen plays. And then the reason would be Sean McDermott, like he said today in his press conference, uh, Josh Allen's going to trust his medical staff. Or no, actually not Josh Allen. McDermott's going to trust his medical staff. He's going to go off what they say. He trusts them. He's not a doctor, which is true. He is not a doctor. Um, so I think whatever the Bills feel fit for Josh Allen, they know how much they've invested him. They know how much he means to this team. If they have to sit him again to have him for the rest of the year ready, they're going to do that. And that's something – us fans are going to have to deal with this Sunday, potentially being six and three, and then having some work to do in the division and in the wild card hunt. Um, Brian's coming in. Josh Allen does not do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. Yeah, Josh Allen's a man of a man of uh, many talents, and obviously he's a human uh, spe- uh, specimen. Um, but yeah, guys, appreciate all the comments. But yeah, I think the Bills are going to do what's best for their quarterback, what's best for their team. I don't think that rolls out Josh Allen in the slightest. I think he has the chance to be. I think he's a chance to play this one. I really do. Um, but the biggest thing I would take away from guys, if I was, a f- I am a fan, but if you're a fan of the team listening and watching, um, is that he was day-to-day. Day-to-day is a massive win today for us. Um, 
Chris is coming in. Do you think he, they play him this week instead of next week? No. I think if he plays this week, he plays this week. I get it. We, we faced the Cleveland Browns the following Sunday who have not been good. They did just beat the Cincinnati Bengals two weeks ago. The Cleveland Browns are no slouches. Um, I think they're very limited, but they have a run game with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And the last two weeks, the run defense was good the whole year until the last two weeks where they got gashed against the Jets with Michael Carter and James Robinson. And the following week, uh, the previous week, with the Packers, with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. So I don't think this is a thing. If, if Josh Allen plays Sunday, he's playing the following Sunday. If he, There's more of a chance Josh Allen doesn't play Sunday than next Sunday. That's kind of what I'm going, getting with here. If Josh Allen's going to miss a game, it would be this Sunday, and then he'll be back on track for the Cleveland Browns. And this is what this is speculating, and this is just kind of me reading in the lines, kind of what everything, everything's been reporting. And Rappaport came out, Gary Fole came out, basically saying they think Josh Allen's going to play, uh, in essence. Tricks is coming in. I would prefer if we gave it Josh if it's just one week, but Allen is an alien, so we don't know. Yeah, Josh Allen's gonna want to play through this. He's a competitor. He's like a lot of these quarterbacks, they're competitors, and Josh Allen wants to be on the field. He does not want to miss time, obviously. But it might not be up to him. If the Bills medical staff kind of sees it fit for they kind of see it fit for their team to sit Josh Allen this week and run with Case Keenan for a week, they're gonna do it. But if they think, hey, Josh, it's up to you. Um, it, it's your pain tolerance. He'll play. So, um, yeah, I think we all prefer if he sits one week to get rested for the whole year. But we also want to win some games. We're six and two, which is an incredible record. But we have some work to do. Season's not over. We got some work to do after a tough loss to the Jets, and we're gonna get into that game. Obviously, um, appreciate everyone in the comment section. Drop a like. Everything built and buffle. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all of that fun stuff, guys. Obviously, this is just a little bit of a solo show. You're not used to it. Next week, we'll be back with my guest, Primetime Adam, former Built in Buffalo, now writes for A to Z Sports. He's coming on the following week. So look forward to that episode. Jim, my man, man, Jim's coming on. Appreciate you listening, Jim, as always. Like I said, super chats are open, comments, all that fun stuff. If you guys would time in. But that's my little Josh Allen rant um, and what I think happens. And I think today was a win for the Bills fans, that it was a day-to-day, that it wasn't a season ending, that it wasn't massive because there were reports, Tommy John, stuff like that. And that's something that we don't even want. I don't even want to think about it because we avoided that. So I don't have to think about it. Now we're going to the rest of the injury report. Oh boy. Was this an injury report? Spencer Brown ankle limited missed the last two weeks. Spencer Brown might be back this week. He was trending in the right direction, but I don't think that's the biggest underlying thing. Tremaine Edmonds, DNP groin slash heel. That is massive. We need Tremaine Edmonds playing. And I know Tremaine Edmonds gets the hate from everyone, and everybody hates Tremaine Edmonds. He doesn't do this, doesn't do this. Tremaine's an, Tremaine Edmonds is an incredible, incredible linebacker for this team. This team needs him. Groin Sashio, he's a DNP. That is something we're going to have to monitor today, uh, tomorrow and Friday because um, I think we need Tremaine Edmonds on the field. He missed the game against the Steelers, but that was the Steelers. The Vikings have a prolific offense with uh, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, who's actually limited today in his practice. And obviously Kirk Cousins, who's playing at a pretty, pretty good win. Uh, pretty good uh, level. Um, <laughs> Tricks coming in. It's a damn laundry list. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting there, Tricks. It's it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, Kyrie Elam, ankle uh, limited. I think he'll be okay. I don't think we have anything to worry about. Dane Jackson was neck limited. Limited's fine. I'm not worried about those two guys. I expect those two guys to be fine, full participants, and I think they're going to play on Sunday. Matt Milano, oblique, limited, massive. He did not practice last week. He was all, he was off to the side for most of the week, and then later in the week, he started practicing Friday. A little too late for Matt Milano. 
Matt Milano being limited was another win today for the Bills. I think that is something we have to uh, monitor. Um, Mitch Morse uh, was a vet rest, a little bit of elbow injury limited, but he's been dealing with that limited elbow injury the whole year. He is going to play Sunday. Jordan Poyer, elbow, DNP. The biggest two things I take away from this outside of Josh Allen, because I think we put that in a class of its own. Jermaine Edmonds, DNP with the groin slash shield. And then Jordan Poyer with the elbow. And obviously, um, Saffold vet rest. He was did not practice, but he gets that vet rest. Um, Von Miller also had a vet rest, um, as he always does the first day of practice of the week. Uh, Gregory Rousseau is ankle DNP. I don't expect Gregory Rousseau to play this week. They um, McDermott said week to week, which means that's a two to three week uh, timetable for Gregory Rousseau. So that's going to be something because Gregory Rousseau has been our second best pass rusher today uh, this year. He's been really good for the Bills, and I think they're going to miss him in the run game and all that stuff without him um, because Von Miller is has to step up. And then like Scott's coming in, Boogie and AJ need to step up. Yeah, Groot's massive loss. That's he's not playing Sunday. I don't. I wouldn't expect him. Maybe not even the following Sunday against the Browns. This is a two to three week injury for Gregory Rousseau. So that means. That means I would expect a lot of snaps for Shaq Lawson. He's better against the run. Um, I expect a lot of snaps for Shaq Lawson, but I agree. Look, Yvonne Miller is doing great things. You need uh, Boogie Basham, Carlos Basham, to step up, or you need A.J. Ampanenza to step up, and I think that is something that we got to factor in for Sunday because Groot's not going to play. Jordan Poyer. Mr. Jordan Poyer. Once again, out with an elbow injury. He was a DNP. Oh boy, um, this is something I'm not gonna try to overreact to. We think this team needs Jordan Poyer. You can see the difference level in the secondary because obviously Mike Hyde's out for the year. Um, Trey White practiced today, but he was once again he practiced today full participant. He's not on the injury report as a limited. So let's see if they get Trey White back on Sunday, which would be a huge help because you could have Dane, Kyir Elam, Christian Benford, and Trey White with a really good receiving core, and I think that will help the Bills' defense a ton and that give us a little more. Um, excitement going into Sunday with all this uh, doom and gloom with the Josh Allen news. But Jordan Poyer um, needs to play Sunday. This is something I know he was working off to the side. It's his elbow injury. I think he puts his brace on. I think hopefully he plays this weekend, but I don't know. I'm not going to do the thing with Josh Allen because we haven't heard enough from Jordan Poyer, but he was a DNP. So the biggest things I take away, Tremaine Edmonds uh, was obviously a DNP and so was Poyer. But a win with the Josh Allen with the day-to-day. A win with Josh Allen with the day-to-day, like Chris said a couple minutes ago, talking about the Josh Allen. It's a win with Josh Allen with the day-to-day, but it's uh, a tough day with the Tremaine Edmonds with the groin slash heel with DNP and Poyer once again with DNP. But Milano did have a limited participant in practice, which was a step up for where he was uh, the week before. So that is something that I think the Bills should be excited about, as always, because, yeah. He, they want him to play, and I think we need uh, want him to play. The Bills are, are completely, completely, completely different team when he doesn't play. This team needs him, and they need him on their team ASAP. So I expect hopefully Matt Milano plays, and hopefully we all do. Uh, hopefully Matt Milano plays. I think that's probably what I'm getting at at this point. Chris is coming in. What's going on with Gabe Davis? Butterfingers. We need McKenzie and Knox to step up. They've been quiet. Yeah. Yeah. You're not right. Look, you're not wrong. Excuse me. Gabe Davis has been a little bit of a shell of himself. He's had really good games. And he's had some games when he hasn't done a lot. This 
Sunday he had two catches for 33 yards. Uh, we need more from Game Davis. He needs to catch that deep ball at the end. Catches that deep ball, Bills probably either tie the game or they win that game if he catches that deep ball. He had a couple drops. He hasn't been getting open as much. He's going up against some tougher receivers. Um, they're trying to like, you know what, Diggs is going to beat us anyway. We're just going to take away our second option, which is why I'm um, campaigning for Von Miller because I think Von Miller does a lot for this offense. Um, I, I think Von Miller, not excuse me, Von Miller is doing a lot to get obviously Odell Beckham Jr. But I think Odell Beckham Jr. in the squad would be awesome. Look, McKenzie, I think he's not a true slot receiver, and I don't think he ever was. That's why I liked the Jamison Crowder addition. Problem is, Jamison Crowder has been injured for the last handful of weeks and expected to miss more time. Obviously, the timetable for Jamison Crowder is not until the end of the year. That's why I think they got to get Khalil Shakir involved. I think when Khalil Shakir has been involved, he gives you more of that safety net, that reliable offensive weapon. Um, when Isaiah McKenzie can kind of fit into his gadget role, I think we need to see more of Khalil Shakir. Um, he had no catches against the Jets on Sunday. I do like what they did with uh, James Cook. Two catches for 18 yards. Use him more. Get him out of the backfield. Little screen passes. Hines wasn't really a factor in the offense. That might have been because it was his first day. He was a uh, first game kind of learning the new offense. Um, for that with Himes, I expect an uptick, an uptick in high snaps this weekend, especially, especially if Keenan plays. Especially if Keenan plays, because there's a lot of dump-offs to Cook and Hines. And Cook was okay in the run game, 4K to 15 yards. The run game was just not great outside of Josh Allen's 86 yards. Everyone else was not great. Singletary, 3 yards a carry, and James Cook, 3.8. I think we need, um, and yeah. I think Cook's been better as of late, like Chris is coming in, but I think we need more Shakir. I think he gives you more of that reliable kind of reliable receiving option. Um, and you can use uh you can use McKenzie more of that slot guy. I think that's what we kind of need to see for um the Bills. Uh but yeah, when you talk about Knox, you paid this guy a lot. Three catches for 25 yards is not what we need from Knox. I also think this is on Josh Allen. I think he's forcing the ball down the field a little too much. I think he's not giving up what the defense has given him because I think the Bills are kind of that team that knows how good their offense can be and know how explosive they can be. And sometimes they get a little too greedy. I think Josh Allen's gotten a little too greedy the last handful of weeks. Kind of, Josh, take what the defense gives you. Take what the defense gives you. Dawson Knox has been open underneath a ton. I think he got to get Dawson Knox involved because then that opens up the deep passing. I think Josh Allen's um, air yards per target have gone up each game, have gone up each game, which means he's forcing the ball down the field more, which has resulted in more turnovers, which has resulted in sloppy play. I think if you're the defense, I think if you're the offense, excuse me, you have to kind of give what the defense is giving you, kind of dink and dunk and move up the field, let Josh Allen do his thing. To Dawson Knox, to Key, uh, to Kalusha Shakir, to Isaiah McKenzie, and then the Diggs and Davis deep balls um, come into effect, but not force it all the time. So yeah, that's I agree with you, uh, Chris, with the Knox, Davis, McKenzie, the weapons around Josh Allen minus Stefan Diggs need to step up. <sighs> Jim, I love you, Jim. I appreciate you coming in, and I always appreciate. It. I'm not trying to bash you because I'm not gonna. Um, I don't want to see no more videos from them singing and playing. Um, yeah, on f- Fridays I think they do. They do that live show. I think it's on Dean Dawkins' Instagram story, and they do a little like karaoke. Let them do it, guys. That has no effect on what they do on Sunday. 
no effect. I think we have to realize that these guys are athletes. These guys are human beings. Sometimes, Jim, and I'm not. I'm not pointing you out here. I'm not. I'm not. A ton of people. A ton of people. People in Boat and Buffalo even agree with your comment. Some people on social media, all that. So this is not an at Jim whatsoever, Jim. I hope you know that. Uh, but I, I'm happy you bring that point up because I see it a lot on social media. I see a lot in Boat and Buffalo chats. All that uh, fun stuff. That is nothing to do with what they do on Sunday. I have no problem with them singing and dancing. This is, they're being themselves. And they just put, they probably do that anyway. They do that anyway when they're after the games. I've been in the Patriots locker room. I'm an intern for a new station in Providence, Rhode Island, where I go to school. And I've been in the Patriots locker room. They're dancing, they're celebrating. That's a Bill Belichick coach locker room because that's who they are. You have to let these athletes be who they are. I don't, you don't have to agree with it. You can say they want to play and all that stuff. Um, but that has no effect on how they play. Let them do their dancing. Let them do their singing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What they do on Sunday matters. And I think you have to let them be themselves. These guys are athletes. They're human beings. All that stuff. So, Jim, I appreciate you bringing up the comment. I'm not coming at you at so ever, but I don't think that has an effect. And I got no problem with the singing and dancing. I have no problem with it. They're just doing their things. They're human beings. They're having fun. Look, I get it. If we won on Sunday, nobody would bring that up. Nobody would bring that up. So, I don't think we have anything to do about that. Um, yeah, this is on Felix is coming and talking about Shakir the comment before, but I came for him to get more experience. I think we got to get him more experience. The only way he gets more experience is to him to get touches on the field. And I think he could be a reliable option for the Bills. Not to use all the time, but I think Shakir can be something. Um, Keenum and Shakir clicked in preseason big time. Case starts. Maybe they give him Shakir more looks. I think that's an option. I think Hines gets a lot of looks. I think James Cook does because Case Keenum's not going to throw the ball around the yard. Um, like Josh Allen would. There, it's going to be more of a run game and more of a dink and dunk if Case Keenum is uh, playing. A Rich is coming in. Let's go. What's up, A Rich? A Rich does Tuesdays. Conflict of interest, 845 with the real Dan Kelly. So, you guys, if you missed that, go back and watch. Ooh, I always forget to mention this. As always, guys, if you guys want to check out, if you missed the show, you can always rewatch on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. But if you prefer podcast form this comes out tomorrow morning on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcast hey guys make sure you guys check that out um scott's coming in they need to be able to adjust when teams are running it i will add another linebacker like they do with Klein up certain times yeah the bills have been really reluctant to add that third linebacker when main and when milano are fully healthy or even when they're not and it's main and bernard and they may be adding dotson they like to keep Taron Johnson out there. And I I, under, I understand that, why they like to keep Taron Johnson. He's one of the best nickel corners. But eventually, if they're just going to keep running the ball down your throat, you're going to have to make an adjustment and then adjust from that adjustment. So you're going to have to adjust. And I expect the Bills to come out flying on Sunday. I think they were embarrassed at home on, on the road at the Jets. Um, I think they were embarrassed. And I think if Josh Allen plays, this team's going to come out flying on Sunday. Um um, Keenum and Diggs used to play for the Vikings. I hope Case starts and kill Minnesota. I hope I hope Case Keenum has a great game. I also also hope Case Keenum doesn't play. I also hope Josh Allen plays. That's my hope. And I still think Josh Allen's gonna play. But if Case Keenum plays, let's go, man. Let's go. Let's see what we got. So moving on from the injury report, what went wrong against the New York Jets? Ooh, this is a loaded question. A lot of things went wrong. Run defense went wrong. Passing game offense went wrong. Inability to get off the field. Bills punt the ball. About eight minutes left in the fourth quarter to the Jets. Pin the Jets back. Jets storm all the way down the field and eventually kick a field goal and give the Bills limited time. And then obviously that game runs out and the Bills lose. 
not be able to get on the field at the end was massive. You had to get that stop, get the ball back, kick a field goal. The Bills' inability to move the ball on offense, 17 points against the Jets. I get it. The Jets have a good defense. I get it. Sauce Garner, even though he's probably super overrated at this point because he's not always going up against the stuff, and he's gotten away with a ton of defensive pass interference, and I'm not saying that Davis one was because I don't think it was. I'm talking about Broncos games and all that stuff. Sauce Garner's had a great year, but he's probably getting a little uh, – too much hype. He's got he got beat a ton of times against uh, the Bills. The Bills just didn't take advantage. Josh Allen throwing the early red zone interception, then a late red zone interception, which eventually led to a Jets touchdown. You can't do that. You can't have the turnovers. You can't have the lack of running game. And you can't have the lack of stopping the run. That can't be a happy. And you the Jets didn't play well. The defensively well, offensively nothing. Twenty points. You think the Bills put up thirty and win the game by ten and you move the frick on. Zach Wilson wasn't anything special. 18 for 25, 154 yards, one touchdown, QBR of 76. Problem is Josh Allen was 18 for 34, 205, no passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Josh Allen probably had his worst game since last year against the Atlanta Falcons, and the Bills won that game. The Bills needed to figure out how to win this game, and they did not. They needed, when they punted with about eight minutes left, to get off the field. The Jets drove all the way down the field and kicked the field goal. The Bills did not get off the field. That was the problem. You get the ball back around midfield, like four minutes, the Bills kick win the game. They just didn't get off the field. And that the credit to the Jets for coming all the way down. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, the Jets, yeah, look, there was a lot of things, and I think it could have been, yeah, the Jets kind of dominated the time of possession. That's the recipe against us. You dominate the time of possession against us, you, lack, you give the offense that is super, has super firepower. It, has a lot of firepower for the Bills. You kind of give them, you kind of make them struggle 100%. And I think that is something that we don't want to, we don't want to see consistently, if you know what I mean. Like, the Bills, there's a game plan. I'm trying to write something out here for the next segment that I forgot to write, um, which would be our Picasso's player of the game in about a second here. But yeah, I think if you're the Jets, um, you did exactly what you're supposed to do. You ran the clock out and you controlled time of possession. And the Bills kind of messed up offensively. Two interceptions, a red zone interception. Josh Allen doesn't turn that red zone interception um, earlier in the game. The Bills win. It's that kind of simple because the Jets weren't throwing the ball consistently enough to beat the Bills. They just ran the ball and ran the clock out at that. Bills beat themselves. The Bills beat themselves. The Jets didn't beat them. Look, the Jets did a great job defensively, and I give them credit. Offensively, they're, they're still one of the worst offenses in the league, and Zach Wilson has shown you absolutely nothing to be a franchise quarterback. But Josh Allen played his worst performance I've seen in over a year from Josh Allen. This reminded me of that Jaguars game last year. And maybe it was a wake-up call. Those guys embarrassed. People aren't talking about them Super Bowl contenders anymore. Who cares? Go beat the Vikings on Sunday. That's how you do it. That's how you shut up everyone. Um, but yeah, the Bills didn't stop the run, turnovers, couldn't run the ball and too many deep passes and not enough given what the defense was giving you and moving the ball down the field, controlling the clock yourself and getting points. So that was the problem. Um, we don't know how to adjust to adjust the coaches. I'm assuming to other coaches, I, Jim, I don't know what you're kind of trying to get at here, but we don't know how to adjust to adjust the coaches. Um, if you're talking about our coach, I think McDermott and Frazier do a great job. I think Kendra should do a great job. Um, yeah, look, Felix, I guess Bass missed the field goal at the end of the half. That was also like a 55-56 yard field goal, so I'm not going to hang my hat on that field goal. That's not what I'm kind of going to go at here. I, I get that, but I'm not going to go there. That was uh, 
it was a long field goal, so I'm not I'm not going there yet. Um, you think Guzman Beasley is starting to show how it hurts? He was Josh's security blanket. He doesn't have that anymore, and he's facing more passes. Look, am I not? Am I mad? Beasley's not on the team anymore. No, no, because his his Twitter antics and what he's been saying on social media is not what you want on his team, and not what you want in an NFL locker room. So the player, the person, I don't want. The player I could really use right now. I think that's why I think Shakir. And Dawson Knox have to be super more involved in this offense because they kind of give you that safety blanket. I think Dawson Knox should turn into that, become that safety blanket. I think Shakir can. I don't think Isaiah McKenzie is. So I think, yeah, 100%. Those are missing that safety net. I thought Jameson Crowder did a good job when he was here. That injury is going to hurt. And if he can come back this season, I think that's a huge addition that nobody's talking about. Look, they go get Odell. Yeah, screw it. We don't need the safety uh, blanket because Odell is a dynamic weapon out of the slot. Uh, yeah, Jennifer's coming in. My girlfriend's coming. Basically, the Jets had the ball for the third quarter. Yeah, I mentioned that. The Jets just kind of controlled the clock. They kind of did their thing, and they ran the ball, and that's the recipe to beat the Bills. If the Bills are struggling on offense, which they were, and that was a lot of inflicted wounds by themselves. Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Um, let's see. KC and Titans game was close to. Yeah, look, the Kansas, like, this is not, you don't win every game in the NFL. Like, this is, you know, nobody, there's not even one team to go undefeated ever in the history of the National Football League. I picked the Bills to go 13 and 4. If they do 6 and 2, the next, um, six, so the next eight games, right? They go another eight games and they go 6 and 2, they're 12 and 4, right? Then they have one more game than the 13 4. They're winning the division at 13 and 4. A thousand percent. I don't think the Dolphins. Our Dolphins have three losses. Jets have three losses. They still play each other. And the Patriots have four losses. So I think the Bills are fine. I don't think we need to panic. I think this is a big game on Sunday for the Bills to face the Vikings in a game against the Jets that they should have won and they needed to win on the schedule. But um, uh, Andrew Martin, I get what you're saying. I'm not going to bring it up because you cursed in the comment, but I'm not going to bring it up. But uh, Josh needs to get his head out of you know what and start trusting the receivers. I don't think it's that at all. I think Josh needs to stop forcing it downfield. I think I agree with you in the sense he needs to kind of dink and dunk a little, but I don't think he needs to. Um, I think he trusts his receivers 100%. I think he just needs to. I think the game plan needs to be a little better. Jim's right here. Jim, you know, I finally agree with you tonight, man. Our red zone turnovers is a problem. Yeah, the red zone turnovers are, came back to bite us in this game. There was one red zone turnover in this game. Obviously, Josh Allen had another turnover in your own side of the field, which you also can't do because you can't give an offense that's not good in the Jets, short field. You just can't do that. And they did once, and that resulted in a touchdown, which obviously eventually ended up making you lose. That Josh Allen uh, early turnover, you cannot do. You cannot do. Yeah, the red zone offense has not been great this year, has been very vanilla, and I think if the Bills want to take that next step, and this is something that the Bills, they prove quickly this team can change dramatically, is improve that red zone offense. So, yeah, the red zone turnovers are not what we want uh, at all right now. Um, yeah, the Vikings corners, Peterson, they missed uh, Dantzler. He's one of their best corners. I don't know if I can pull up their depth chart at this moment. Give me one second. But, yeah, Dantzler, who's one of their best uh, Excuse me, corners, he's not playing. It's Pat Pete there. Um, yeah, so Pat Pete and uh, Cameron uh, Dantzler Sr. are their two starting corners. Cameron Dantzler Sr. is out a couple weeks, so he's not playing this Sunday. So they're missing one of their two best corners. It's going to be either uh, Shaden Sullivan or 
Akeem Evans or Andrew Booth Jr. So they're going a little inexperienced there with that second corner. Pat, Patrick Peterson has not been as good as he once was. So Cameron Denswich Sr. has probably been their best corner this year, and he's going to miss uh, the game on Sunday. So that is something that I think we got to say. Uh, I say we sign OBJ and Antonio Brown for wide receiver too. Yeah, not Antonio Brown. No, I'm good with that, Felix. I get. I know you got a laughing emoji. I'm good there. Um, OBJ, yeah. Give me OBJ. I think he's a dynamic guy. If he's healthy in the slot, I think the Bills should go after OBJ, 100%. Shakir looked explosive against Ravens. Yeah, uh, I think Shakir's had his times this year when he's given the chance to. He's played very good. So I think the Bills, we kind of need Sh- uh, Shakir. Uh, I don't see this as an L for Josh and team. The Jets D is legit. That being said, they play again, and good coaching should make it more competitive. Um, Yeah, I don't think this is a – well, I don't think Josh Allen played good, but I do think the Jets' defense is good. But this was a game the Bills should have won, and the Bills had chances to win this game. But they kind of inflicted themselves, not stopping the run um, throughout the game, but especially at the end, and then not having uh, consistent enough offense where you were forcing the ball down the field and punting and punting and punting and punting and turnovering the ball. That's just not what you wanted. Um, yeah, Scott, I think the Bills have nothing to worry about with the Vikings in their secondary uh, for the game. With Patrick Peterson is very good. He's still solid. Cameron Dantzler, senior, like I said, is out. And then after that, it's a bunch of guys that have unproven or not that good at the point. So I'm not worried about the secondary for Minnesota at this moment. But that being said, enough with the Jets game. Or we're going to conclude the Jets game. We're going to go to our what we do every week. And I always put this on Twitter. So make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at uh dibiase peter on uh twitter so this was tough to come by not a lot of great guys for for the bills um this is not what you wanted um defensively and all that stuff but my picassos and we're gonna go shout out to picassos picassos the best pizza in buffalo it's gotta be picassos every night is pizza night so shout out to our sponsor of the show as always my my Picasso's player of the game, Demar Hamlin, twelve tackles, eight solo tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, and QB hit. Without Jordan Poirier, it was asked a lot of Demar Hamlin. Going matching up with Jaquan Johnson and not having Poirier on his side, you could see that was a factor. But he balled, twelve tackles, eight solo, a sack, a guy in the backfield, a tackle for loss, and a QB hit. He was everywhere. He was in the backfield. He was in the secondary. He was doing his thing. And I thought Demar Hamlin was one of the best players of the game where I couldn't find a ton because it just wasn't a good game for the Bills overall. But yeah, Demar Hamlin's my Picasso's player of the game. As always, for the best pizza in Buffalo, it's got to be Picasso's every night. It's pizza night, but my Picasso's player of the game is Mr. Demar Hamlin. Whew, let's go, boys. We got a nice 22 minutes left in the show. Appreciate everyone that's tuning in. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to everything. Make sure you drop a like, drop a comment, all that fun stuff. Um, Roy's coming in. Bills are the loss. Yeah, 100%. The Bills did not deserve to win that game. They didn't play well enough. They turned the ball over, didn't stop the run, all that fun stuff. But yeah, um, Hamlin beast mode. Yeah, Hamlin, I thought Hamlin was great. I think if he gets Poirier back with him and his little running mate, I think they could be coming to a really good duo, and that makes Hamlin even better. With Jaquan Johnson, no slight at Jaquan Johnson, just makes the secondary a little more vulnerable. And if you even can get Trey White back, that makes the Bills. Um, secondary even a little better. So I think DeMar Hamlin was really good. Like I said, he was my Picasso's player of the game with 12 tackles, 8 saw, sack, tackle for loss, and a QB hit. So he was everywhere doing his thing. Led the team in tackles as well. Um, 
Jeremy's coming in with a massive, massive comment, but basically going in on and on about the, the Vikings. I'm not with the Vikings, but the OBJ's ACL. And yeah, that's something he's coming back. But reports saying he's coming, he's cleared, and he could be a contributor. The Bills want to bring him in. They don't, you move on, but I think he could be a dynamic weapon that the Bills could add. And I think I would be excited for the Bills to have OBJ. And I think we all should be excited for OBJ to be a Buffalo Bill if he is a Buffalo Bill. So enough with the Josh Allen news, injury report, and obviously um, the Jets game, and obviously Opera Castle's part of the game. But we're going to go to critical critical matchups. Or no, no, excuse me. We're going to go what they need to fix if they want to beat the Minnesota Vikings. First thing. First thing. Milano needs to come back. They need Milano back. And like I said earlier, he was limited participant in practice today. And he wasn't a limited participant in practice until Friday last week. So this is a big sign for Milano. And I think Milano plays Sunday. We need Milano back. The Bills are one of the best teams when Milano plays. And the average team when Milano doesn't play. We need Milano to play. So I think, yeah, that's one thing. Stopping the freaking run. The run defense for the first six games of the year was very good. We're talking about against the Chiefs, the Titans, the Ravens. They held Derrick Henry to under two yards per carry. Talking about the Rams, Steelers, Dolphins. Great run defense. Great run defense. Not anymore. Packers, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon ran all over them. Bills came out of the victory. James Robinson and Michael Carter did the thing, controlled the clock, ran the clock at the end, kicked the field goal. We lost the game. Those are sitting at six and two, but their run defense was something they need to fix. You're going up against on Sunday, Dalvin Cook, one of the best runners in the league. They're not going to pound it down your throat as much as I would say the Packers do, and as I would say the Jets do, because there's only one way for the Packers and Jets to win with Aaron Rodgers being a quarterback. Is crazy to say, but that is the truth at this moment. Is for them to run the ball. The Vikings have another way on offense. They have Adam Thielen, they have TJ Hawkinson, and they have Justin Jefferson, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Adam Thielen was limited this week at practice, um, or to, excuse me, today in practice. So that is something we have to monitor. But I do think Justin, I think the stopping the runs can be the first thing. If you don't let them control the time and possession clock, I think get them off the field, make them in third long. He's still Kirk Cousins. I get it. He's having a really good year, but he shines away against really good teams and really good defenses. The Vikings have won multiple times this year against backup quarterbacks. They might be facing another backup quarterback this weekend. They might. Um, They might. T, I agree with you. Matt Milano, stop the run. Thank you, T. Appreciate it. T, Thursday afternoons, dropping some great content on the Built in Buffalo Facebook network. So two p- either 1 or 2 p.m. T, help me out in the comments. I always forget, 1 or 2 p.m. But Built in Buffalo Facebook, she does, they do some great things. Um, another live show. But, yeah, I agree. I think we need to see them stop the run. And I think Kirk Cousins has shied away in big games against big teams, against really good teams. He's beaten a lot of backer quarterbacks. They barely beat the Commanders last weekend. I think this is something that you're going to have to make Kate, uh, Kirk Cousins beat you. Um, yeah, I think the stopping the run is my first thing. The Bills have to stop the run consistently. And they have the guys up the middle. You have Ed Oliver. You have Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle, and Daquan Jones. You should have Matt Milano back on Sunday, which is going to help the run so much. And so much against TJ Hawkinson, Matt Milano will help if he plays Sunday. And I think he does. Um, Tremaine Emmons is not 
potentially not playing could be a factor into the Bills uh, being victorious on Sunday. But yeah, I think Matt Milano is something that could help the Bills on Sunday, obviously. And I think stopping the run is the first thing. Stop the run. Offense. I'm going to play it with Josh Allen playing at this point because I think he does play. Um, Josh Allen not turn the ball over. Take what the defense gives you. Don't force the ball down the field because it will be there. We saw it. His average yards per pass has gone up every single game. Did we see the offense against the Titans? Did we see the offense against the Rams? Go back to that offense. What that was was short passes and that gave what the defense gave you. Seven, eight-yard out routes. I love those out routes to Diggs. Go back to it. Why have we not gone back to it? Those out routes against Diggs. He was killing Jalen Ramsey against the Rams. They were killing the Titans with that. They've gone away from that, and they've tried to create a big play offense. Those big plays will be there when you have the weapons that we have in Davis and in Diggs and in Josh Allen. Those big plays will be there. But give what the defense will give you, the 7-8 yards when Diggs uses his great route running abilities. Go back to that. Please go back to that because that makes this offense so much better. Run game. Run game needs to be better. And I think Naeem Hines not getting a lot of snaps uh, in the game is something that I think we all saw coming because he's new to the team and he was uh, a new addition and has to go in the playbook. I bet you'll be seeing an uptick in Naeem Hines' stats, uh, snaps. Is that run plays? Maybe. Is that screen passes? Maybe. Out of the backfield, slot receiver, all that fun stuff. But I still think we see a lot more Naeem Hines. Stop the run. No turnovers, and give what the defense gives to you. You do that, you win this game. You win this game a thousand, thousand percent. The Bills go back to what they were doing week one and week two on offense. This defense is really good. And getting a lot of guys back, um, and Milano's going to come back. I think Trey White's coming back. The Tremaine Edmonds, that might be a problem. We'll see how that goes. And they need Porter back ASAP. Obviously, Groot's not going to play. But, yeah, I think we need... I think this defense is really good, and I think Elam and Benford, uh, excuse me, Benford's playing. Elam and Dane Jackson play. That's not what I'm worried about at all right now. Um, but yeah, I think this is something that I trust the defense enough at this point to give up 20, 24 points. They haven't got blown out once this year in the sense of giving up a ton of points. Offense, give what the defense gives you, move the ball down the field, and you're going to be okay. You're going to run away with this game, in my opinion, if you can do that. Because I don't think the Vikings have faced a good enough offense outside of the Eagles, and they got crushed in that game. So, yeah, that's something they're going to have to do. So, a couple fixes. Give what the defense can they um, – give the defense what um, – offense, take what the defense gives you. Excuse me, trying to get out there. Offense, take what the defense gives you. Stop the run and no silly turnovers in the red zone. Roy's coming in. Can they win with Keenan if he ends up playing? Yes. Yes. Can they win a Super Bowl? No. Can they win a game against the Minnesota Vikings at home against a Kirk Cousins quarterback that has showed away against really good teams? Thousand percent. Yes, they can win. Will I pick them if they have Case Keenum? Probably not. But can they win? A thousand percent with Case Keenum. Stop playing here, boy. Yeah, Jim. I agree, man. Josh Allen, the big play is going to be there. The deep pass is going to be there. Diggs and Davis get open. Take what the defense gives you, move the ball down the field, and then that's when you get the play action or when you get the drop back for the deep pass. That is when you do it. Not forcing it on first and second down and then making yourself in third and longs. So, yeah, stop playing hero ball. So, yeah, what they need to fix. Run, stop the run. Uh, offense, give 
take what the defense gives you and no silly turnovers in the red zone. Some critical matchups against the Vikings on Sunday. Justin Jefferson up against our cornerbacks. Is that Trey White? Is that Dane Jackson? Is that Christian Bedford? Is that Kai Yearland? These secondaries have been very good. They have had not really have given up too much chunk yards. A couple big plays against the Packers, a couple big plays against the Chiefs. Here there, nothing against the Jets at all. It was mostly through the run and then short fields by the Jets. If Trey White's back, I expect him to be against Justin Jefferson. Critical matchup. Corners against these weapons. That's TJ Hawkinson, who's going to go up against Matt Milano. That's Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, who's going to go up against these corners. And Adam Thielen wakes a lot up in the squad a ton. So that's going to be Taron Johnson. So that's a huge matchup. Huge matchup. On the other side of the ball, Zadarius Smith going up against this um, O-line that is dealing with pretty good healthy on the other side with uh, Dawkins, with Saffold, but they um, with Morse and Bates. But they need to be better. They need to give Josh Allen a little more time. Come on, guys. Let's go. If it's Case Keenum, you got to give him more time. He's not Josh Allen. He's not going to be as elusive in the pocket as Josh Allen is. Um, um, yeah, that's that's something that the Bills are going to do. Give Josh Allen time. I know we're dealing with a little Questenberry, a little bit injury. He was limited today, and then obviously Brown was limited. That's something um, we're going to worry about. Hawkinson against our linebackers if Milano Emmons around. Look, Milano's playing. I don't. I don't think Milano does not play. I think they could have played him on Sunday. They kind of went a little. Uh, um. I think they kind of went a little safe there. Um, but I think Milano plays. D- Edmonds DNP today is not what you want to see. That's something, guys, we're going to have to monitor Thursday and Friday with Tremaine Edmonds. But I think Milano plays. He was limited last week on Friday. He's limited this week on Wednesday. Milano plays. Um, to be fair, it's Justin Jefferson versus Wester wide receiver ones last week. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think you mean corner ones. Um, Justin Jefferson will get his contain. Get his contain. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is not going to not like it's like digs. Like, Diggs still got his things. Five catches for 93 yards. Diggs still did his thing, and the Bills often struggle. Justin Jefferson is going to do his thing. You just can't let Hawkinson, you can't let Thielen consistently beat you. Um, but I trust the Bills. I think Milano plays. Bills have been the third best team, according to D- DVOA, against, linebacker, against tight ends in the NFL. So I have no doubt in my mind that the Bills will do a great job against uh, Hawkinson. Thielen, if he lines up in the slot, Taron Johnson, and then I trust the corners. I don't. I have no problem with this defense. Well, I think if they need Poyer back in this game, and he was another DNP, so that is going to be something we're going to have to watch. Um, yeah, but I think Poyer not playing could be a factor. Emmons and then Groot. But, yeah, Basham and uh, Basham and Epinenza. Get after the quarterback, man. Let's go. We took both of you in the second round. Basham the year uh, the year we took Groot, so this is the second year. Epinenza, this is your third year, man. This is your time to shine. Let's go. Come on. Groot's going to be out a week or two, a couple weeks here. We need you, man. Outside of Von Miller, you're going to get your chances. Let's see what we got. Um, That will really help the Bills' defense if they can get consistently after the quarterback, especially if Poyer doesn't play. But if we get to Poyer, DeMar Hamlin's secondary, I think that's something that the Bills would like to see. Roy's coming in. Who gets more yards, Dalvin Cook or James Cook? Uh, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> um, I love James Cook. I think he's going to be uh, – Something special there, and I think I think James Cook could be something special there, but I don't think he's there yet. I don't think they use him enough in the offense to get more than Davin Cook. So, yeah, Davin Cook. Could be in swing and miss with those two. Not Basham yet. I don't think we're there yet. Epinenza, we're almost there. This is a big couple of games for Epinenza because he's been that fourth edge rusher basically this year outside of Basham. I think Basham's been fine this year. I think we might need to see a little more. Um, And look, I see your next comment, Scott. 
you're going to get that. You're going to get that with GMs. You're you're not going to hit every single draft pick. So Basham does have one sack on the year. I agree. I would like a little more productivity, but they've rolled with Russo and they've rolled with Von Miller a lot more times. So he hasn't got as much reps, a lot, of, a lot less snaps with Russo being a DMP today and McDermott saying it's week to week, which means he's out Sunday. Um, and we can go, we can circle back the next Wednesday. We can talk about if he's going to play Sunday for, uh, against the Browns group. I think if you're the Bills, this is a big time for Basham and Epinenza. So we'll see what they got. Um, yeah, Jeremy, I don't think anybody's disagreeing with you. Cook is a guy still developing and maybe relevant next year. Not a knock on Cook, but Hines is the better asset right now. Yeah, Hines, that's where they brought him in. I like James Cook. I think he showed a lot in the Steelers game. I think he showed a lot in the Titans game. I think he did a good job this past weekend. Uh, a couple catches, a couple carries, did his thing. Um, yeah, so I think James Cook has the future to be an RB1 for this Bills team, and I think he will be eventually. But they brought in Naeem Hines to make an impact right away. He obviously didn't play that much last week, but that's new to the offense. I expect a ton of snaps for Naeem Hines, a ton of snaps this week. Scott, we only can hope if Basham or Epinesa to shine. We're going to need one of them. Have a, they don't have to be incredible. You don't have to be three or four sacks. Get some pressures. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Yeah, we need both of them with the loss of Rousseau, potentially Emmons too, just a little more pressure after the quarterback would be nice. Game predictions. I appreciate everyone that's tuning in. If you guys do miss this episode, it comes out in podcast form tomorrow morning. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Buff, Bill and Buffalo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I'll be back next week as always, next Wednesday at 8 p.m. I feel like this show flew by. We talked about the Josh Allen injury news. We talked about the injury report. What went wrong against the Jets. What they need to fix. Critical matchups against the Vikings. And guys, I appreciate everyone in the comments hit myself in the face with my finger by accident. Appreciate everyone in the comment section that we're doing with the comments. But game predictions. Bills, Vikings. Drop your comments. Who do we got, guys? I want to see what everyone got. I want to see what everyone got. Let's see what we got. Jim's saying go Bills. Jim, give me your comment. Give me your game prediction. Let's see what we got. My game prediction, guys. Buffalo Bills, 27. Minnesota Vikings, 21. I think Josh Allen plays. I think he plays very well. I think the Bills come out firing. I think Poyer potentially could play. Maybe Edmonds. I think it's probably one of them plays. The other one does it. That's probably my guess. Milano plays. Um, they get back a little healthy. They got embarrassed last week. They got embarrassed. I got Bills 27 and Minnesota Vikings 21. They got embarrassed against the Jets. A game they had in hand, uh, 14-3, should have ran away with it. They didn't. They didn't run the ball well. They didn't do everything they were supposed to do, turnovers. Didn't stop the run, and they got embarrassed in the game that they should have won against a lesser opponent, and everyone knows that. Josh Allen plays Sunday. The Bills win 27-21. ESPN matchup predictor, Minnesota 19.9%. Buffalo... 79.9% uh, accurate here. Yeah, uh, probably not. Not at all. Uh, I think it's more like 60-40. Minnesota's a very good team. I wouldn't say the Bills have that much chance of a win. So I would say more 60-40 on that. If Allen plays, Bills win 27-21. That's what I said. If Keenan plays, Vikings win 24-13. You know what? Let me do this. Ready? If Allen plays 27-21, and I still think the Bills win if Keenan plays, Bills win 21-17. 
if Case Keenum plays. And the Bills put up 21 points. So then Bills win 27-21 if Allen plays, 21-17 if Keenum plays. Just so everyone knows, Keenum is a serviceable quarterback. It's not Josh Allen, but it's not like he's a rush spot. He's serviceable. That being said, best luck to Josh. Yeah, we want Josh to play 100%. Um, a thousand, a thousand percent. But Case Keenum has went to an NFC championship a handful of years ago. He can win games. So if the Bills really need him to play, he has a chance to win this game a thousand percent. I'm look, I would rather have Josh Allen play hundred percent, but I think Case Keenum can totally win you this game if you need Case Keenum to play. And they might go down that route and sit Josh Allen one game. So Case Keenum can win the news game. He's not a bum. He's a serviceable backup quarterback. He can win you a game. Scott's coming in. 24-20 Bills. More running the ball and shorter passes, less attempts, more uh completions. Go Bills. Perfect way to end it. I got the Bills 27, Minnesota Vikings 21. Appreciate everyone that has joined the show. Everyone that has dropped comments. It's been it's been a lot of comments. I appreciate the fun, guys. It means a lot to me, as always. Um, this was presented by Picasso's Pizza. For the best pizza in Buffalo, you got to go to Picasso's. Every night is pizza night. You guys will see my Picasso's play of the game. If you missed it, I'll retweet it on Twitter tomorrow morning. It comes This comes out tomorrow morning in podcast form. 5 a.m., usually 5 to 6 a.m. it comes out. So on your way to work either on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you get um, wherever you get your podcast. So, you guys, make sure you guys check that out. Boom Buffalo News for daily articles, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I'm Peter DiBiase. Follow me on DiBiase Peter. Jeremy's coming in one last time. First time on your feed, by the way. Really enjoyed it. Hey, Jeremy, I appreciate it, my man. Um, I usually have another – I usually have a guest with me. Um, I'm every Wednesday at 8 p.m., but every night on Built and Buffalo Facebook because I know you're on Facebook, so I'm going to go there with you. On Built and Buffalo Facebook, which we do great, there's a, a weekly, there's a daily show. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and two shows on Fridays, it's 7 and 9. But I'm every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on the Facebook where you are right now, as well as YouTube and Twitter. So Jeremy, hope to see you back next week, my man, 8 o'clock. I'll be joined next week by, that actually makes my day. That he's first time on your feed and you enjoyed it, man. I appreciate it. That means a lot to me. Um, next week, um, I'll be back with Primetime Adam. He's a former member of Built in Buffalo, ran the social media account on Twitter, now writes for A to Z Sports. So shout out to him. One of my uh I really enjoyed having him on a couple times. He'll be back next Wednesday with me at 8 p.m. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Hopefully the Bills rebound after their loss to the Jets. Hopefully they win 27 to 21. As always, this is the Buffalo. What's on the Built in Buffalo Facebook? YouTube, and Twitter network. I'm Peter DiBiase. Check out this in podcast form tomorrow morning, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next week. Go Bill.